I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Let's slam, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to another edition of Church Information and Open Forum, hosted by the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. Reverend Barnett will be with us in just a few minutes. And this is the beginning of Pledge Drive. As you know, this is community radio. And the viewers, rather the listeners, combine to make sure this radio station stays on the air. So we want you to call in your tax-deductible pledges to 972-643-1892. Again, that's 972-643-1892. And now we're going to bring on the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. Good morning, uh, Reverend Barnett. Okay, so Reverend Barnett is on the line four. Rever Reverend Barnett, can you hear us? Okay, we're having a slight technical problem, and we're working on it. And the Reverend will be with us uh, in just a few moments. And I want to remind you again that this is Pledge Drive. KNON, the voice of the people, is the only station that is unbought and unbossed by the power structures, the big money politics, the sponsors, etc. So here, we can call it like we see it. All right, I hear Reverend Barnett. Go right ahead, Reverend Barnett. I'd like to say good morning to everybody, everybody. Having a wonderful day, and uh, this this is uh, the first week that we own, first part of the week for April, and this is Pledge Drive. And uh, we want to have a great uh, Pledge Drive this, uh, this quarter, and... Uh, do things that we uh, know normally do we've been doing for a long time. So, how are you feeling, Neon? I'm feeling great, Reverend Barnett, because I'm getting to talk to one of the greatest talk show hosts in the country today. So I feel great all the time when I talk to you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we have one of the greatest audiences uh, in the country. That's, that's what really makes my show is my audience. There are, there are a lot of good, intelligent people out there that listen to this program. So we just have to give them their kudos. They uh, And they, they pledge. They keep us on the air and keep us strong. And we want to continue in that vein. But it's a whole lot going on, Leon. It's a whole lot of things going on. And it's, it's it, I don't know. The last 40 years I've been on the air, I have never seen this much turmoil in 40 years. And you would think things would be improving and advancing, and they were at that time. It was a progressive atmosphere. But since Donald Trump been in office, it has been such a negative, nasty atmosphere that that we... 
uh, uh, trying to turn it back a uh, hundred years on us if we don't be careful. So we got to speak up and have to speak out and have to inform people. We need to unite as the people and work together. What do you think about that, Leon? Yeah, absolutely correct, Reverend Barnett. Uh, it seems as if uh, we uh, we're, we're we're going back toward Jim Crow instead of going away from it, and uh, we need to be moving forward because when you look back at where we were, we don't need to do that again. No, you're so right. We we experiencing, I guess, Jim Crow Junior. <laughs> Jim Crow. Yeah, Jim Crow Jr. is alive and well, and the old man taught him well how to carry himself and how to treat us. So we, we still have to come together and stand up and be there. But uh, I'd like to uh, ask everyone, you can get reaches at 972-607-1893. You can, get, uh, uh, you can make your pledge, and you can talk by that same number. I show y'all pledge so well that I don't ever shut talking down. You can use that number to pledge. You can use that number to talk because my audience is, is so nice, so good, that they, 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 they'll, they'll pledge and then they'll talk. And a lot of them make their pledges and even don't want to talk. So that's whatever they, whatever they like. We're going to deal with that, deal with the way they deal with it. And uh, it's one of the things that's going on. Uh, do you have a topic specifically you want to discuss this morning? Uh, not exactly, uh, Reverend Barnett. I was going to leave that to you because you're the, the master of this, and so I'm, I'm going to defer to your, your wisdom. Well, right now, let me ask you this. What do you think of all these mass shootings, these killings that's going on all across this country? Is this country going crazy? Well, Reverend Barnett, you know, people such as yourself have been talking about the proliferation of firearms in this country for decades. And nobody listens mm -hmm. to the people that are telling the truth. They all listen to the power structure and the people who are, they see on TV and the high-profile people. So now Pandora's out of the box, and the only thing left is hope. Yes. That is, that is so true. But uh, the thing about this is that these are not... See, back when I first started talking about the proliferation of weapons... In our community, these were basically Saturday night specials. These are uh, guns with, you know, little hot, little hot pistol twenty twos and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. right. But they, 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 they're, they're killing people now with, with that, that uh, it can have a magnum on it uh, as nine shots, fifteen shots, some of them as much as thirty, thirty-five shots. They're killing them. With uh, you know, uh, weapons that's used for war, and now you can't use these weapons for hunting because you wouldn't have any animal left if you, you turn loose right. one of these. Uh, 
AR-15s, uh, M-16s, uh, anything like that, if they were turned uh, loose against them, they wouldn't have any animal left. So they're, they're not bought for hunting animals. Right. It seems like they're bought for hunting people, and we know the people that they would love to hunt and kill because they're doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Right. Now let's talk about the pledge drive a little bit. Remember the number is 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. This is Pledge Drive. This is Pledge Drive. So get call, uh, call in. Tell us what you think about what we're talking about, the gun violence in America, and then give us your pledge. All right. Yes, we need those pledges coming in. 972-607-1893. And need them coming in. Need them coming in. Yes. And also, we got things that are going on. Uh, what do you think? There's so many topics in, in my mind. I don't know which one to throw out there first. It's so many because there's so much going on. Uh, is that that we would uh, wow could spend a, mo- uh, 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 a whole morning just introducing topics uh, mm-hmm. to speak on, and we love for our, uh, our listeners to call and make your comments too. You can call to make your comments. Mm-hmm. You can call to make your comments at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Yes, uh, make your comments. Make your comments. 972 607 1893. 972 607 1893 is the number to call. Uh, any lines lighting up yet, uh, Pierre? Uh, not yet, but you can call us. Uh, we, we can uh, remind uh, the phone number 972 647 1893. Yes, uh, we definitely need it. This is, uh, this is a good time of the year. It's spring and everything that uh, normally, I don't know why, but it seems like when my my greatest numbers, or my numbers are always good, but my greatest numbers on that is always going in toward person. And, and nobody can figure that out. Because normally when you have to compete against Santa Claus, you don't do as well as you normally do. What I do better is that place right for no, late November, December. That's where my place is. <laughs> really, I don't know. Me, well, I, yeah, I do. I have an idea why I do that. But I would think uh, most of my listeners will be buying toys for children and grandchildren and doing things like that. But they, they pledge to K-N-O-N. And we thank them for that. We thank them for that. Uh, but now we have have so many, have so many shootings and killings that are going on in America. That it's astounding. Every day I cut my TV on. I really look at my telephone. You get more news on the telephone. You do a lot of times on TV than you do on TV. It's it's somebody. It's some type of killing. Some type. of you kill four over here. They kill five over there. They kill six or seven over there. They're just killings, killings, killings. Mass shootings. 
Mm-hmm. And they and they're killing children too. They don't respect the lives of uh, small children and everything. They don't care who they get shooting. Mm-hmm. What in the world could be going on when we're not uh, respected as we should be? Well, you know, Reverend Barnett, in two of the instances over the last three weeks, the gentleman in Louisville, Kentucky, and the person in Atlanta, Georgia, they both were undergoing mental illness treatment, and they were able to get access to a firearm. In fact, the uh, person in Atlanta was in the mental illness treatment facility when something went awry and he took the gun and started shooting uh, the people that worked there. So mental illness and the ease of getting a firearm is turned into a bad combination. Uh, You can get a gun nowadays as easy as you can get a Coca-Cola. So with that being said, uh, this is turned into the wild, wild west or maybe the civilized Wild West. <laughs> but yeah, but now, the way I'm hearing this state, and I, I looked at it on the telephone, the, the, the Marine that killed this brother in Atlanta, he was a 24-year-old Marine. This guy was mentally ill and everything, and everybody knew it. He'd be talking that crazy all the time and saying it wasn't no big deal. But they said when the Marine choked him, you had two black men holding him down. Mm. And this was a black man. Okay. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Uh, We've got a call, Reverend Barnett. Okay. Go right here. All right. We have uh, Steve uh, on the line, too. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, Who did he say? Steve. 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 Steve? Yes. He's there. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Brother Barnett. Yes, how are you this morning? I'm doing all right. I uh, had to hear you back on the on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I missed the uh, eight o'clock hour last week. That's that's all. But this is now. I'm doing a whole lot better. A whole lot better. Well, you deserve it. Yeah, I think, you, you and I like to thank Leon. Yeah, Leon and Mo. You work yeah. so hard for our community. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. I'm just gonna uh, make one I'd like to thank Leon though, but and and Pierre for carrying on even last week. I like to thank them for doing that <laughs> in my shit. Go right ahead, Steve. Okay. Uh, I know y'all was looking for a subject this morning, but I know today uh, the, the people are out folks. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Today is election day. Today is election day. So I'm going to yeah. make this short. Uh, before the 15th Amendment, the Constitution didn't mention nothing about votes. Okay? You know, if he was white, you voted. it. But they didn't mention nothing about it until the 15th of May. So I just would like to uh, stress that uh, we as a people put teeth 
and the breath of this democracy. Mm. That's all I got. All right. All right. Is that all you have to say, right? So, uh, Pia, can we get another caller? Uh, right now, we are having some uh, pledges. But, okay, uh, yes. they're pledging. Yes. All right. That's great. So we'll, we'll, we certainly love those callers, too. That's right. And I'm glad the gentleman yeah. mentioned uh, voting. Today is Election Day. And, you know, when you pledge uh, during pledge drive, there are perks that you get. For $50 donation, you get your choice of T-shirt. Oh, yes. There, there are some perks. There are a lot of perks they get on there. Do you have that folder in front of you, uh, Leon? I do. But now, uh, let me say this. On my show, I don't push a whole lot of perks because they, they can come in and get whatever they want according to their pledge. But normally, people just pledge to my show without me. I'll push them, but I, don't, I normally don't even have to push perks. But you can push them. Just push them this morning. It's an unusual morning. But let me ask you something. Uh, you uh, you spend a lot of time in Atlanta yourself, haven't you? Yes, I have. And to see a city, which city you think is the more progressive, Atlanta or Dallas? Hmm. That's a hard, that's a difficult question because in Atlanta, things were progressive until the last I would say fifteen years, and then things just came to a standstill. Because when you go into the predominantly African American neighborhoods in Atlanta, nothing has changed in a similar manner to the way things are here in Dallas. And when you go into the northern sectors, the richer areas, uh, everything's booming just the same as it is in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So uh, the two cities are somewhat similar in the way the African-American community is treated. But, uh, you know, it's kind of hard for me. It's six on one hand, a half dozen on the other. But we need to go to a quick break, Reverend Barnett, and okay. we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's I'm going to kick it with the mind, y'all know. It's Here we it's go. It's it's and we're back. And for those of you who are working on your tractors and you decide you want to call in a pledge, make sure you don't use your speakerphone. Speak directly into your phone, and that way we can hear you a lot better. Now, let's get back to Reverend Barnett. Reverend Barnett, you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm glad to hear you. I'm uh, starting to start to encourage people to let's go, let's go vote today. We uh, complain about conditions and everything. And many times we don't go to the polls, and so we get whatever other folk want us to have instead of us getting what we, the people we know that's going to get out there and really represent us. 
And uh, encourage everybody, please, get out and go vote. We have school board races. We have uh, city council races. And uh, there's something else out there. I'm trying to think right now. Coming to me what what the other race that's out there. Well, the mayor's race is unopposed. Go to the polls. Mm -hmm. That's right. We need to go vote. Mm. Now, Pierre, do you have another caller? Yeah, so we have anonymous caller on the line uh, one. Anonymous? Yes. Can you go ahead, Anonymous? Barnett, can you hear me? Yes, yes we can. I certainly can. Uh, my concern is that uh, Kaufman County have uh, misplanted uh, the plots where their property lines are overlapping in other people's property lines. And uh, then the taxpayer are having to resurvey the properties in order to uh, prevent the new builders that are coming in. There is a mayor uh, that is Hispanic, and a lot of the builders that are coming in are uh, Hispanic, and uh, they're forcing the property tax to go up for the old homesteaders because of the taxes, and they're building these expensive homes that the people cannot afford. That's an issue. And then the other issue is that uh, in Kaufman County, I'm told that there's birthdates being changed because when they updated the system, it's causing them to have to redo all of their paperwork. And Are you on speaker, ma'am? Are you on speakerphone? No. Okay. Hold on. Let me speak. No. Okay. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, that's much better. Let me ask you, uh, who's your county judge in uh, Kaufman County? They've changed us so much, and, and uh, I'm not abreast to all of that. It's just some things that have been brought to my attention. And uh, when they're rezoning, uh, well, not rezoning, but what they're doing is moving the city from one side of the town where the north side was like the front. And now they're uh, forcing uh, our people to sell out their property so that they can uh, put the city, the downtown area on the south side of town. And, now, uh, which, which city are you talking about? Carroll. Carroll. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, Terrell is Terrell is growing and uh it's not really out of a little real little town anymore. It's 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 pretty good size and they are rearranging the city and uh what is it you don't like about the rearrangement? That they're forcing the people to sell their properties or uh and they're letting those builders build those uh, homes, and sometimes the, the lots are not big enough, so they're having to go up, making two stories, and, and a lot of the older people, well, the older homes, uh, if, if they sell out, then they're not getting enough compensation to relocate, so they're forcing them out of their homes, and I'm concerned about that. But my other issue is yeah, that- if voting... 
Now, this is, this is something really needs to be looked into. Uh, you are... Uh, you, uh, most of these people that are getting pushed out of their home are the African American. Yes. Absolutely. Gentrification sounds like classic gentrification. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like to me, economically, they're genociding or, or forcing the people out because they know that even if they sell their property for, um, 30 or 40 or even 60,000, they still cannot buy another home for that price. And if they're building right. these uh, thousands of dollars homes and they can't afford to purchase those homes, so then where are they going to go? And the rent has gone up so outrageous that people can't afford to rent. Hmm. I'm sure they're glad you are on top of this because this is something very vital. And this is coming down. This is happening everywhere. They're doing things like this. Uh, forcing. Some of the same stuff. Leon, uh, have you experienced some of this stuff in Dallas? Well, you know, what happens, uh, people that I know that have houses, they're constantly getting letters and phone calls. In fact, even I get some, because even though I live in an apartment, asking to sell their property. And the issue is, as the caller pointed out, if you sell your property to an investor, they never give you enough money to relocate to a comparable place in a different neighborhood. No. And uh, they use uh, such, you got them, they're beginning to use pressure tactics now. They send the cards and letters. But sometimes they're coming by your house, knocking on your door, hmm. and, and 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 using tactics like this. Uh, this 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 gentrification is really the thing that we are having to watch here in 2023, real closely, because so what they want the inner city. They, they what want I'm the inner wondering, city. brother, uh, is that. If, if they have um, a mayor that's uh, Hispanic descent, I'm wondering if those builders, because most of them are Hispanic, if they're getting inside information and uh, because when I went down to try and check on some things, uh, I was not allowed. And so I held on to my property and uh, what they was trying to get me to sell it for, it's more than triple uh, mm -hmm. in price. So if I had a soul, I would have lost out. But then the taxes are steady going up. So we're still trying to force us to sell our land and or our properties. And if you own property, uh, they're trying to force you to compete with that uh, the rent price. So then the people can't afford to rent. Well, now, uh, Hispanics are being used in this in this particular thing because they are some of the ones they use to move in when they when they, your property is bought for that low price. And in many times, yes, they are the builders. They're making money hand over fist, building other homes, repairing the homes that uh, that's being bought and everything. But we're going to have to understand that we 
do y'all have uh, any type of uh, block uh, uh, community uh, uh, organizations that uh, help protect y'all property? Yeah. And they're selling those properties mainly to Hispanics, so they're really still pushing us out. You know, this is a perfect question for uh, Attorney Robinson. And, uh, we, but anyway, I'm going to get off and listen, but yeah. I just wanted to bring up what can on? they do about them making them change their birth dates on, on all of their uh, information that's uh, changing well, history all the way around. We can, we're going to bring this back up when Attorney Robson comes on in the 8 o'clock hour because this is a great question for him, Reverend Barnett, because he knows about yeah, the property. Sometimes, sometimes he'll call in earlier. Uh, uh, and... Uh, Attorney Robinson, if you're listening, uh, give us give us a call. Get in. Yes, we would like to bring him up. All righty. All right, we have another call, Reverend Barnett. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call. Uh, that was a very good call, uh, Leon. That was a very good call, and it's happening nationwide. Mm-hmm. This is not something just germane to Dallas or Fort Worth or anything, Houston. No, it's happening all over America. They're trying to push us out Mm -hmm. of those areas where those grants come from Washington where that will cause us to prosper. They're trying to push us out of the city limits. I'm going to tell you what they did years ago, and people think they really improved their lives by moving to the suburbs. Right. That was a trick. Mm -hmm. That was a trick. And see, I I noticed it first before it really hit Dallas hard in San Francisco. Mm. I remember when the Fillmore District in San Francisco used to be black and everything. Next thing you know, they were leaving out of San Francisco, going over to Oakland and other Bay Area, you know, San Jose, other areas. But... What happened once they got out there? Their taxes went sky high. Oh. Oh, yeah. See, they can push you all together. They can then put you in a different tax bracket and, and rob and rob our people. We, so this is why our people are going to have to really come together and stick together and say no to these people who write you those letters and telling you, uh, I sure do like your house and all that stuff. And they're not going to give you anything close to buying another house that's comfortable and is in a comfortable neighborhood. Right, right. It's not going to be like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, who do we have, Pierre? All right, we have uh, Ike on uh, line two. Go ahead, Ike. Good morning. How y'all doing? Fine. How you doing? I'm wonderful, wonderful. Coming Saturday, uh, July 15th, I just it's tonight. I emphasize what the first caller called in and said about uh, it being election day and the polls are open and all of our uh, African-American city council seats are up for election or up for bid this, this, uh, today. And I think people really need to understand what's going on and get out to the polls and let's Let's vote because we got a lot of things coming on. We got a bond coming up. We got things going on. We're making good progress, but we don't want to turn around and start going backwards. So 
I just want to encourage people to get out to the polls and vote because they're trying to take our vote and they're trying to take something that half of us ain't even using, but we need to get out and vote. And y'all have a good day, and thank you for taking my call. I, do you do you have a candidate? It is, it is, uh, you have any elected officials you think doing a good job? I think uh, Ms. Carolyn Arnold over in District 4, City Council 4, is doing a great job, and I also think that... Uh, uh, school board trustee district six uh, george foreman is doing a wonderful job she's getting these schools in line she has no failing schools in her district she's the only uh uh school district in dallas that has no failing schools and i don't understand why people trying to i mean why this guy want to run against and replace her because his record is not as spotless as hers and it's just a lot going on but we got some people that's doing wonderful jobs. One of them, District 3, uh, Casey Thomas, he turned out. So that team is up for grabs. And you got a lot of people trying to reach and grab it that you probably never heard of. So we don't know what's going on with that. Well, l- let me ask you something. Uh, we have a candidate that's is running and have the backing of the, the Dallas Police Association. And uh, other ultra conservative right wing uh, groups that are backing the candidate. Uh, do you know what kind of sense do you make out of that? Well, I'm born there. Uh, I, I don't want to put no names out there, but especially with the Dallas Police Association, they have never been for the black community. I mean, even no. during the uh, the Amber Givens, I mean, the Amber. Uh, uh, Geiger, uh, uh, Geiger. Uh, the, the lady, the lady that shot uh, Bolton John. I mean, it was witness mm-hmm. and witness tampering, and that case was really messed up by the Dallas Police Association because when they investigated Mike Mata for uh, witness tampering and evidence uh, tampering, okay, the police department investigated him. So when mm-hmm. people in your union that you're in charge of is investigating you, how far you think we're going to get with that kind of investigation? It took somebody else yeah. in the media from another city to point out that it was some tampering going on with this trial that should have never been done with the evidence. And we still uh-huh. stuck in the same place. Uh, these people are, and I'm going to put his name out there, Dwayne Carraway, who's pushing this other candidate. Remember, he was part of the problem that he sit on that that board that messed up these people's pension in the first place that messed up the police pension, and they pushing him, and he's pushing her, and we got a big mess on our hands, you know, and you got a lady. I'm not going to You're urging people to get out and vote, right? Get out and vote because we got a lot of things going on. It's a lot of money uh, uh, on the table, uh, BISD is operating on the biggest budget that it ever operated on in, in its history. And, I mean, we we, we finally get some kind of movement in the southern sector. We may not be getting all new schools, but right now any kind of school, at least we're not shutting schools down again. There's, we got the closing schools down. These, yeah. Some of these trustees were closing historical black high schools and elementary schools down and we got a problem. We lost yeah. Pearl C. Anderson, and we lost some great schools that were historically uh, black schools. 
Mm-hmm. So we got some problems. All right. Uh, most of the people that's running, we know nothing about these people. They don't have a track records where they've been, you know, in the community fighting or uh, going to a city council meeting, a school board meeting, you know, trying to help push and get the right things yeah. done. So uh, uh, thank you, Reverend Barnett, for taking my, my call, and y'all have a great day. All right. Same here. All right. Line 972-607-1893. 972-607-1893. All right, who, who do we have? All right, we're still, we're still in our pledge drive, so we want to remind everybody to call yes. in their tax-deductible pledge, and then you can talk on the air because your pledges uh, are the things that keep this station moving. So... Pledge drive, pledge drive, 972-647-1893. And we've got a break coming. So we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Let's let get out of here. Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. Okay, we're back. And uh, Pierre's informed me that Attorney Robinson is uh, on the line. And uh, we just had a question, Attorney, from a lady in Kaufman County concerning gentrification and how it's affecting the African-American community down there. We just wanted to get your comments on that. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, Yes, uh how you all doing? And, uh, Ren Barnett, I hope you're feeling better. And, uh, I am. And, and I wanted to call, this is the first, uh, week. My scheduled time on the radio is next week, the second Saturday. But I'm a, I'll go ahead and, and respond anytime you have a request. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much. So, yeah. so what's the, uh, What's the question? Well, the lady in Kaufman County was talking about how uh, people were trying to get them to sell their homes and try to to get them to move out. And she was very concerned because it's happening to an African-American community. And we just wanted to know what your perspective was from the uh, from the standpoint of being a a professional that uh, practices in, uh, you know, deeds and property transactions and how these things could be addressed in order to stop them from being uh, unfairly uh, relocated from their community? Well, the, the, the one thing that, that I always have uh, indicated to our audience is that you make sure that you have good knowledge about the ownership, who has legal ownership and interest in your property. That's one thing. And y'all need to make sure you do that. Uh, Now is also a good time to do that because they're going through the appraisal aspect of it. So y'all need to make sure you get a current copy of the, the deed of record for your property and see whose name is on it and what's on it. And those persons are the ones that have legal title and interest in your property. That's that's one thing. You need to make sure you do that. I cannot encourage that any stronger than I am. 
the other aspect of it is, is you have a number of investors, they call themselves investors, who are going around trying to grab people's property. Now, there's two things you need to know about that. One, do not find anything uh, regarding your property. That's number one. But the other is that you make sure you know who has the right to sign anything regarding your property. And be careful because these investors, what they will do is get you, try to get you to sign a contract and try to tell you that you're entitled to a certain amount of money and, it, and that is not in fact the case. And they do that so that they can get you to be or have a contract with them and then they go and try to manipulate and take your property. So that can be avoided. Number one, if you get a current copy of the deed of record in the county where, where the property is located and, it, and review that, and if you have any questions, you give us a call. And uh, we can go over that. And whoever's name is on that deed and whatever restrictions on that deed, that's the person or person who has legal title and interest in your property. And you need to know who that is and what the restrictions are and try to get that cleared up. That's number one. Okay, Attorney Robson, can you give us your contact details uh, for the benefit of those who are listening and or know someone and they, they want to uh, they need some some advice, some professional yeah, well, advice? Well, yeah, if, if they have any questions, you know, uh, you can contact me at, uh, excuse me, 941-214-941-0717, extension 303. 214-941-0717, extension 303. I'm Malcolm Robinson. I'm with the law firm of Robinson & Hopkins. We we uh, do a lot of work in probate and real estate and that aspect. So, But it's very important that you do your homework uh, uh, so that you have good knowledge of your property and you can take the necessary actions to try to either avoid or minimize people trying to put themselves in a position to take your property. So uh, is there, was there another question in regards to that? Reverend Barnett, you got anything to say? Yes. Uh, this is uh, a land grab. It's a major national seemingly a national land grab that they're doing to push African-Americans out of the city limits. Now, this place down in Cumberland County, that's in, that's in Terrell, Texas. That's a town. You, you're familiar with it, aren't you? Uh, where, where are you saying? Uh, Terrell, Texas. Terrell, Texas, yes. Yeah. And, uh, it's it's a big time land grab, and what do you see? Just experiencing since you're in the courts all the time. Uh, what do you see? Why is it such a uh, a lust for land grabbing inside city limits now? Because they're really trying to push African Americans out of Dallas. Because everybody I know gets cards and letters and everything 
somebody want to buy their house. And you know they're, they're coming from another part of town. Well, What's going land, on? Is, land is valuable. Property is valuable. That's, that's the basis, a, a key element of wealth, is if you have title and interest in land. And that's why you need to, to make sure that you know about your property that, that you own and make sure you, in fact, own it and make sure that your mm-hmm. ownership is is of the type that you know exactly who who has legal title interest in your property. I, I cannot overstate that. A lot of people out there think that they have inheritance rights or airship. They, they call me and they say they have airship. I say, no, you do not. You do not have airship unless the court has, has declared you to be an heir. All you are is maybe a descendant. And so you need to know where you are, what your status is. And don't just go by what you hear from someone else or some family member. You need to know the facts uh, regarding any interest, legal interest that you feel you have in your property. That's very Mm -hmm. important. I get called all the time. People are saying... They have airship interest. No, you do not. Unless the court has declared you an heir. You are not an heir. You may be a descendant. And you need to know what your status is under the laws of the state of Texas. That's extremely important. And, I, you know, I may sound like I get a little frustrated because I try to tell people, trying to help them protect their cells. And... And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to do that, but we have to keep trying because mm-hmm. people will take your property. Your property is valuable if, in fact, you have legal title or interest in the property. I don't want to preach, uh, Red Barnett. That's your <laughs> <laughs> No, but see, every, every time I have you on, I always want you to go over that because I talk to people all the time. And tell them just because you're of kindred or born, you're an heir, uh, uh, you think you're an heir because you're a son or a daughter, that does not make you make you an heir in the exactly. state of Texas. That, that has to be done by the court. I tell them that. And, a lot, and believe me, a lot of times people don't believe you when you say that. Oh, no. They don't believe. Oh, no. You're trying to down. Yeah. <laughs> It's, 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 it's hard to get over. This, this one, that, that point is hard to get over. Well, we yeah. just have to keep trying. And sometimes people mm-hmm. call me back um, six months or, and they find out, well, you know, you told me and you was right. I said, yes, I'm, tr- I'm trying to put you in the best position to protect yourself and protect any interest, legal interest you have in property that you feel you have any rights to. And that's very yeah. important. So I'm going to keep trying. And I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> okay, we we we'll have you back at eight o'clock. Okay. Well, next this is week. Not my week now. I'll, I'll I'll come back at eight o'clock. That's for this sure. Not, this, wait a minute. This is not the second Tuesday. Nope. I'm no. second Saturday. Nope. Huh? <laughs> I thought this was the second Saturday. But that's okay because we that's got you back, now. real Barnett. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have a good day. All right. All right. We got another caller for you, Brent Barnett. All right. 
Who yeah. Do we have? Tony's on the line three. Tony? Yes. All right. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How you doing, Reverend? Fine. Hello? How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, that's good. Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, Martin Luther King's book, Where Do We Go From Here? Community of Chaos. <clears throat> and uh, we're in yeah. the part of chaos. We're in the part of chaos. Our community, but chaos. You know, given what happened up in New York with the uh, the Marine killing the, the, uh, the mayor, the, the guy in the uh, subway. Mm-hmm. Given that the city of Dallas had got hacked and the city mayor ain't said one word about that, you know, it's interesting that he's quiet for one time in his life. Anyway, we're such a mm-hmm. chaos the fact that we have Wayne Carraway calling put down an uh, a, a opponent. We had Fields calling in last week and put down an opponent. Rather than rather than support the, the person that they are uh, backing and just say, hey, this is why I'm backing this person because they have the qualification. We have people who want power. No different than white people. They want power and they want influence. And mm-hmm. the reality is this. People say a lot that I'm for the community, but really their actions are about self. Mm. And, and, and in the Bible, it says vanity is vanity, all is vanity. Yeah, and, the fact, that, and, and the fact of it is this. We, we've had black politicians for the past, I'm going to go from 70 to now. And our community is, is in the same spot. Like I said last week, if you're running for office, rather than talk about your opponent, because what, what you're saying is this, my opponent's not doing this. But remember, that, that person they ran before you said the same thing. And now you're saying the same thing about them. Are you going to really be that effective? Because remember, running for city council, you one person. That's it. And it must be mm-hmm. a group of people to agree. Unless you could, can uh, uh, get people to buy into your ideals. Tell me what you're running on. Tell me what you've done. But what happened is mm-hmm. everybody wants a spotlight. And then they get there, and the first question is, I want this done. Well, guess what? Cut on a call. I mean, Councilwoman, cut on a call, call and say, hey, let's call this person. You got to call this department. There's a process in, in our government. You got to go through the process. Right. The fact of it is, most, most of, 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 of the elected don't, don't know that. You know, because they're not really engaged. And my last point to this is this we have a person that's running this Ted Cruz. I don't think the Democrats are going to support them, number one. Number two is, we're not ready to vote. Everybody's talking about uh, this this election, which is, is, is important. Don't get me wrong. Local election is important. But guess what's coming around the corner? The 2024. And guess what? Democrats right now are so weak, especially in this city, especially in this region, to the point of this. We're not going to have no votes because they're already taking votes from, from us by uh putting the, the, the voting restrictions laws in. But guess what? No one is out there knocking on doors. Everybody celebrating. Everybody putting stuff on Facebook and social media, but they don't get votes. And until you go to the neighborhoods that you stay in, the, 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 the places that you used to, you know, like, like I said, move away from, knock on the doors, go to the projects, knock on those doors. Guess what? They ain't doing that. You know what they're doing? 
They're going to safe places, Martin Luther King Center. They're going to safe spaces, going to churches. Guess what? Until you go in them neighborhoods and knock on those doors, you're going to never win. And guess what? You see what happened to Harris County? Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and that's coming to Dallas. And that's, I'm surprised that no one mm-hmm. in the city of Dallas ain't said nothing about what happened in Harris County and what the state is doing to them. How are you with that? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right, Pierre. Pierre, do we have another Thank call? You. Thank you for your call. Yeah, uh, we have Concerned Citizen on line two. Good morning, Concerned Citizen. Grand Rising, Pastor Barnett. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling well and you're doing better. Uh, and I, I also want to, I want to kind of call in and just kind of echo a little bit, if I could, on what that last caller was trying to say. I heard him loud and clear. And uh, also, too, um, I think uh, Leon was the one that called about maybe a month ago and asked about young people. So if I may, I'd like to kind of just kind of set the record straight on a few things. If you allow me to do that, maybe just a minute or 60 seconds. Is that okay, Pastor Burnett? Yeah, uh, it certainly is. Okay, first and foremost, just just echo what he, uh, uh, I believe Leon asked the question: Why we don't have a lot of young people engaged in uh, politics and maybe listening to your show? And I'm a young person myself. I'm gonna say I'm 60 years old, so I'm young. I'm gonna say I'm a young guy. One of the problems that I think that we have is a tragedy that we we line up with uh, people that that are our friends. And we we want to we want to vote for our friends. We want to cheer our friends on, but they might not necessarily be the ones for the job. And that's what we got to stop doing in our community as as black people. Is just because this person is been around and they know what a toilet is, we need to vote for those people. We got to stop doing that. You know, in the Bible, they uh, they talk about um, Paul talks to Peter about him not being uh, uh, letting letting folks despise him because of his youth and treating him this, that, or way or whatever. We do the same thing, Pastor Burnett. We will not trust our young people to carry the torch. We will not tutor them and, and bring them on so they can move uh, 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 the pendulum forward. And then we sit back and wonder why they're killing each other and why they're doing stuff because they're not even in charge. They're, they're not making any kind of decisions. So I don't have anything personal to say about any other candidate. It sounds like you guys have already decided on who y'all going to vote for or whatever, and that's fine. But I think it's a tragedy in our community. We don't we don't look at the best candidates. We only line up with the folks that we know. We line up with the folks yeah. that we've been seeing and we're used to talking to. Our young people will never be engaged. They will not call your show because it's always a bunch of old people beating up on young people. And it's just not good. Uh, not good uh, uh, well, 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 let me ask you something, Curtis. Who, who's uh, uh, out there making waves? Now, we were young people. We had old people out there. But we didn't allow old people to stop us from doing anything we wanted to do. I know I didn't. They get, they'd have to get out of the way or get run over. But... If, uh, when a person really wants something in life and have been taught and trained right, this is, they will move. They will move. Our problem with my generation is we did not teach our children well enough. 
about from which we came, how things were when we were young people. When we, when we were children, we made them think it was like this Huckadori all the time. No, it was not, and we, that's, that's, that's the biggest mistake. This is why the kids are not fired up and ready to go right now. So what we're doing is now somebody got to get out there. Somebody got to move. Remember, you say you're young. You're 60 years old. But remember, Martin Luther King nor Malcolm X never saw 40 years old. They died, they died in their 30s. So they, exactly. see, age, does, age, is not, age, age is not a bigger issue as people make it out to be. All and right, really it's time for a break. Mind and, soul and how bad you want to move forward. That's what the real thing is all about. Hello. Thank you for your call and comment. And Reverend Barnett, we're going to take our 8 o'clock break, and we're going to be right back. All right. Good thing. We're back for our number two. This is Church Information and Open Forum with the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. as the host. And we're still doing our pledge drive, and we're doing fantastically, if that's a word. We've got Carol, and Carol is is just ringing the cash register, and we're moving closer to the goal, and she's doing a fantastic job, so we want to thank her. And uh, we've got Pierre. Pierre is the Hello. captain of the ship, yeah. and he's driving it straight ahead. <laughs> so... Uh, Reverend Barnett, uh, you ready for another caller? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Pierre is doing a, a good job this morning. He's doing a great job this morning. Thank you, uh, and, uh, thank you, Reverend, Reverend Barnett. Yes, and uh, it's it's really uh, interesting thing. Uh, sometimes people can be very impatient and run good people off too soon before they get an opportunity to prove themselves and P.I. you're doing a good job you're doing a good job thank you so much yeah. mm -hmm. all right we're ready for some calls 972-607-1893 is the number to call all right yes and we have uh, Beverly on uh, line two Beverly yes all righty good morning Beverly how you doing you're a little late this morning no, you all been busy this morning. I've been trying to get in that land since 7.20-something this morning. Yeah, but well, see, now you normally, Beverly, you know I know. Normally about 7.03, you on the line. No, because <laughs> you, 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 you have to, yeah, right after your first talk. And if it's interesting, I, and if it hit me, I'm calling. And I've been trying to call this morning. But let me say this to that lady in Calvin County down there. Oh, I got to meet with them, too. And be very careful because they had my grandmother and them sign off on that property down there, and they threatened them with eminent domain. So be oh, very that, careful. Make sure you get an attorney. All right. What are they going to build? A highway? Or what are they, they going to build? To declare, they want to uh, build. They 
will build whatever. They promised my people uh, a name of a park, and that name of the park has not gotten on there yet. Mm. All of that was fraud. Mm. And that's another problem I have. The statute does not run on fraud. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, that's, see, why the thing about it. Why, that's why I was trying to get in why... Uh, the barrister was on the line. Okay. Well, now, uh, that eminent domain, it has, uh, yeah, I really need the barrister back because oh, they can yes. only declare that on certain things. It has to be mm. something that's going to improve the city or the surrounding area. They'll tell you that. Kaufman is dirty. Kaufman is dirty. I'm telling you, they are very dirty. I appeal that judge down there. I got a case in the federal court right now. Is that right? Yes, sir. Right. Well, see, I'll give you a fine example of that. Look at uh, Arlington, how certain millionaires and billionaires have gone in and built those sports complexes and everything. They moved a lot of people out, and I know some people right now that, that got moved out that right where that that uh, football stadium is, mm. and these people haven't gotten a home yet. They are grandparents and parents left. Mm. You're right. You are so right to put that stadium in there. What's that Cowboy Stadium? The uh well, they, yeah. they did a lot of eminent domains for that. AT&T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I didn't think about it. I should have. I didn't think that was the eminent domain that they were doing. I, because we're getting so many of those cards and letters here in Dallas telling us they'd like to buy a house. And, and I, they, uh, they don't call my daughter. They don't they text her. They be calling me. I get so tired of answering the phone. I tell them I know how to go sell my house. <laughs> Don't uh-huh. call me no more. We need. You know what makes me so mad? We paid a phone bill, and they just disrespect you. Study calling when you tell them to take your name off the list. Do not call again. They are very disrespectful. Absolutely. They even call on Sundays. I told one to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all because you alive and you start defending what your property. Right. They they will argue with you about your property. Hmm? I okay. Mean, they, they judge, they have they an arrogant uh, slant to this. Very that arrogant. Judge that, that judge down there in Kaufman told me I didn't know what I was doing. And I showed him that I didn't know what I was doing, and I appealed it. I need to find me an attorney for an appellate court. Well, this sounds like a good topic for uh, Attorney Robinson to start off his show with next week. So yeah, well, he, yeah. he'll be on next week. Uh, I, I, I don't like know why. Today, today is what, the 6th? I don't know why. Today, the first Saturday. This is another thing I thought about, Pastor Barnett, and I may not need to be saying this on the radio. I've been thinking since a little child, how can we get our people out of this stuff? I finally came up with something. Declaration of Independence from the United States. I even said China and Russia, because this week's going to go down. (laughs) Sovereign citizen. That's what it sounds like. So uh, it's not unprecedented. 
and uh, but it really doesn't work uh, as easily as you can say it. So it doesn't. No, I'm, that's why I'm putting it out here. Some I've been wanting to say it, and I said, "No, don't do it." But you know, after this came on this morning, and I'm really interested. I love my people. I love my people. And I've been trying to get my people out of this stuff, like I said, since a child. Looking at them water holes, them that in during those days, and Martin Luther King. I mean, this is unreal. We don't have. You know what I look at? I said, like I said, the statue doesn't run on fraud. Our people didn't know how to read and write their stuff. They took that this land from them. They took this land from them, and the statue doesn't run. And we didn't give them permission to do this. We following along with what they did to our folks. Somebody got to get off of that, that train and stand up. And that's what, you know what, we have to take out here. This is what we need to take our humanity back right here. Since they don't want to give that's us right. our, our reparation, they don't want to give us credit for what we've done around here, then that's what I think we need to do. All well, right. yeah, that's why they don't want things like the critical race theory taught in different ones. It's really bad. They don't want to pay that money that mm. they really owe us. Mm. The reason why everybody in the your- world is trying to get to America is behind our labor. Mm. But they don't teach you. Well, they don't want history taught because they would have to respect us if they come to America. But we got too many people that come to American foreign countries that don't respect or think we've never been nothing but slaves. They don't realize we built America. Right. So this was our land. They invaded on us like they did. This is our land. They invaded on us just like they did doing Ukraine and everybody else over there. I put that out there on Facebook one day. We're looking at history repeat itself. This time it's with another set of people. Now, back to these guns, and I'm going to get out. I look at, and I said this, and I didn't want to say this out loud again. I've been thinking about that. Most of these shootings are Mexicans, and they're going into these Mexican schools. And I heard uh, Greg Abbott say the other day, well, they uh, they wasn't legit anyway. He didn't use that word. They're illegal. That's what it is. You know what? It would have been sure nice if we had some people to stand up to them because they illegal too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But uh, where you and I part is, I don't believe nothing Greg Albert say. Nothing. He never should have been back in there. And I hope no, I hope never should have been in the first place. Yeah. I hope our red can get that other one out of uh, Houston out down there. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the name? Which one are you talking about? The, 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 you talking about the Attorney General? Uh, no, I'm talking about Ted Cruz. And oh, okay. Is, is, is speaking of one to take his job. Well, that that's something that they need. You, you better watch that closely because you might have some people that are that say they're Democrats, but they closet Republicans might be get, trying to get him to run against Cruz just to get him out of that congressional seat. You have to watch that. You, I can watch right. things like that. You right? Yeah, because remember this is up. Texas. Yeah, you this is Texas. Let me get off this phone. Let somebody else call. But 
But I just, I've been All right, thinking. thank you. All right, have a good weekend, you all. All right. All right. Thank you for your call. All right. We, we just want to remind everybody that Pledge Drive is still going on. Pledge Drive. And yeah. Carol is doing a fantastic job of taking the money, and she's moved the needle uh, astronomically for the first weekend. We're moving forward, and we're going closer to our goal as Pledge Drive. And remember, when you give a pledge, you also get a perk. So just keep that in mind. So, uh Pledge drive. All right. Now, how, what do you want to do now, Pierre? Uh, so we, we have uh, Camille on uh, line uh, two, and uh, we can remind the phone number 972-647-1893 to make your pledge. Uh, so we have Camille on line one. Camille, go ahead. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Good morning. Okay. Um, I just wanted to also alert people of the fact we're talking about land grabbing. Uh, people are now making fake deeds and selling property that does not belong to them. And when that's happening, uh, if people are not paying attention, like if you have some vacant land somewhere or you have a house on some vacant land that uh, maybe your parents had and you moved, uh, you, you've been living out of state for years, make sure you check on what's going on because these fake deeds that they're producing and selling your house. A lady had, a, uh, she stays up north. Her parents were down here, they died. It's family property. So it was sold from 2019 to, to 22. It was sold three times. So the person who ended up with the property at the end, when she took them to court, he appealed it because he thought he had a right. But he did not have a right because the deed was not valid. So that's something else I want to make people aware of. When you close, please go and close in a title company because that assures you that they do a property search on that title. And when you wire money, make sure that the person that you're wiring to has given you the instructions. Don't just wire a lot of money because you can end up wiring it to somebody that you don't know. Uh, just like the city got hacked that the gentleman was talking about. Uh, that can happen also. And and I hope everybody heard the Mother Jones segment where he was talking about how they're trying to decimate public education schools because that's what's happening. We have recaptured what was known as Robin Hood that nobody's talking about anymore. They were supposed to have been settling it, but they never settled how they were going to do that. And now they still have large school districts and even more that have been added. Like DISD and Plano, they call it recapture taxes. So we have to spend eighty million DISD has to spend eighty million dollars into the state of Texas. And we need that money to uh because the raises have gone up, uh and we're trying to do our best to keep up uh with wages for teachers and other staff members. But when we have to spend eighty million dollars to Houston I mean, excuse me, to Austin, that hurts us. Not just the IHC, but Plano as well. So not only that, now they're talking about doing credit vouchers, which is going to give, take money away from public schools and give it to uh, people who can already basically afford to send their kids to private schools. So, so those are some things that, yeah, that I can that is that is so correct there. Uh, they want uh, poor folks to play for rich folks 
children to be educated. That's that's yes, that's, that's, that's that's terrific. And uh, we got those uh, top four there in the state government of Texas that's really running rampant on uh, people here in Texas. They're running over them. But let me okay. ask you something. What do we, how do we feel? We all praying for him about the young man from Terro, Texas that went out and made it big, but is lying in a hospital in Atlanta. Uh, all of a sudden, they, they're saying one day he's doing good, next day they're saying he's doing worse. You know who I'm talking about. What Danny do Fox. either one of you two think about that? Danny uh, Fox, well, of course, um, I'm praying for Danny Fox. I, I have kind of been keeping up. I have been more uh, with my ear to the grind with the, the elections that's going on, not just the city council, but the school board elections, because I stay in District 7. And so uh, I, I've been keeping up what's going on in District 7 and been involved in it. Uh, but with Jamie Fox, the situation, I, I'm not really sure what's happening to him because they really didn't just come out and say what happened. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that right. yet. But, of course, we, we all, well, I can't say we all, but I love and support Jamie and uh, Fox, and I, and I definitely am praying that he has a full recovery. The last thing I heard was that he was doing better. So, hopefully, uh, he has made it home now. Back to Texas, yeah, I've, n- I've never heard a explanation or diagnosis as to what caused him to be hospitalized. So I'm yeah. kind of trying to figure that out. What? Why is he in the hospital? And that hasn't been disclosed. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Something, something is strange about this particular case. They're not saying is it heart trouble? Uh, did he have a stroke? Uh, anything. All they tell us is he's not, some days he's not doing well, some days he's doing better. So yeah. I, I, I'm wondering about this because there were some things I won't discuss now on air that he was involved with, with blowing the whistle on certain other stars who were oh. carrying out a lot of pedophilia. This was, uh, this was the thing that they were talking about so uh i don't know do we but we want to pray for him because i know him personally he's a very nice person he's a very nice yes, person. he never got to be here and all they won an oscar he never got to be here yeah yeah all right thank you so much um uh, for allowing me to just you know alert people i know it's so much going on but those three topics are really important for us to go and vote Make sure that you keep track of your property because these fake deeds are, it's really a, has increased here lately. And uh, just keep abreast of what's going on with the school board and call your representatives because they're in session now. And thank you for taking my call, Reverend Bordet. And I thank God you're doing a lot better as well. Uh, thank you. All right. Uh, I think we are up against a short break. And uh, you can reach us at 972 647 And don't forget, we're in the midst of. Uh, our spring pledge drive. So play your tax deductible pledge. We certainly will appreciate you. That's you right. Pledge drive. 972-647-1893. Pledge drive. 
and we'll be right back as soon as Pierre comes in and cues up the break. And here he is. And we're back. And just as you heard before, this is Flesh Drive. We're doing a fantastic job. So listeners, turn into a caller and call in your Flesh Drive. Because this is the voice of the people. And we're unbought and unbossed. K-N-O-N, 89.3 FM. All right. Reverend Barnett, you ready for another caller? Ready to go. All right. Uh, we have a, a Red Ghost on line one. Go ahead, Red Ghost. Good day to everybody out there that's coming up. And uh, uh, Reverend Barnett and crew up there, I'm glad you're feeling much, 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 much better. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank pleasure. you. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. And uh, that, uh, that VIP, that, that very important pleasure, uh, we got something for that. And um, it's, we uh, we do a two for 25 and I pledge $25 on two songs that we'll be playing for some people that's out there listening now that we turn on to the radio station. Yeah, but I want to talk about this, uh, about the election and stuff that we got going on. You remember when Ron Kirk was here and the guy, uh, Alonzo, I think he was over housing, over in, over in, uh, over in West Dallas. And, uh, you know, and that, that took a big effect of West Dallas to look at it now. And now we're having the same thing right here in District 4 that's never going to change no matter what we do in that area. It's a 50-year plan. And I graduated from Roosevelt in 1974. And these houses and stuff that's coming here, we had to fight for that school to stay what it was. So whoever we vote for in our in our election, they're 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 gonna do they don't have number one vote. So they're gonna do what's what's in that fifty year plan. And we just have to bear with it and love each other to try to help each other. No matter what we move to, if we can still lend a hand to each other, or we can still be a friend to each other, we can help them save some money with each other. We don't know the mechanics that we used to know. We don't know the people that used to help us really anymore because we've been moved around. But if that's something that we can keep with, with your program, you're bringing people in, you're bringing good, good conversations in with everything that's, that's going on with our black neighborhood that need help. So uh, you're doing a great job, Reverend Burnett. And the two for 25 is going to be a song that people that can do for themselves, that make them feel themselves. Whenever they hear it, mm-hmm. we're going to do it on the One Vicarage Voice Show on Sunday between 4 and 6. And, 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 and yeah. that's $25 to your show. That's $25 to your show with two beautiful Thank songs. you. I thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And everything you got, yeah. and the crew up there, we're going into Mother's Day. Hey, love your mother no matter where she's at in your heart because I know she's there. All right, people love yeah. you. Guys. That's so true. That's so true, Red Devil. Yes. All right. Thank you for your call. Excellent. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, Concerned citizen is on the line too. Concerned citizen. Yes. Good morning, Good concerned morning. citizen. Good morning, yes. Reverend Brown. Uh, 
And good morning. Good morning to you, and very glad to hear your your voice. And I pray that God will still be with you in your health and strength. I oh, he'll, he'll be there. He'll be there. That's I don't go anywhere <laughs> without him. He's protecting me, and taking care of me, and giving me a, some wisdom and knowledge over the years. So I can't I can't work without him. He just he just used my time in the Reverend Barnett. But yeah, Reverend Barnett, I was, uh, it, some, something I, I was watching, and it just hit me all of a sudden, and it made me think about how a lot of things is going on within ourselves. I was watching this guy get choked. We just got through going through trials and stuff with uh some of our black men, formidable black men, just being taken, death just coming over them. And I saw these black men that were supposed to be, and if I'd have been one of them, I'd have been telling them, man, don't choke that guy like that. Man, uh, no, we can have well, another way. But they, they was there just, just watching and letting their brother, letting their brother be choked to death. Wait, no, where yeah. is going well, now the part that. I saw, they were him holding him, hold him down. Yeah, they were. They were holding him down while the guy was choking him. This white Marine, 24 years old, young man, young, strong, was choking him to death. And, 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 and that, like that, that, that got me. I got so angry, I didn't know what to do. I did, too, Reverend Barnett. He act like he was enjoying choking that guy. Yeah. Oh, he enjoyed that. You so right. You got that right. Now, yeah. Now I wanted to point yeah. something else out. Uh this gentleman was another person who had uh known mental illness issues. Uh they showed some videos of him uh that he had uh they had made of him when he was a dancer and he used to dance on those trains. Uh, Michael uh -huh. Jackson imitations, and yeah. the guy was very uh -huh. talented, but yeah, he fell into mental illness, and these people don't get treatment, they don't get housing, and then they become uh, dangerous to themselves and society because they don't get treatment because of their mental illness. Right, it's just something how uh, don't let a job stop you from helping. I don't care if it's anyone in that type of situation, uh, but to not help your brother when he's in, does your job mean that much to you, Reverend Barnett? It, that just hurt me so bad, and I'll get up and let someone else talk. Mm -hmm. Yes. All mm -hmm. right, thank you for your call. Mm -hmm. Clear the line, 972-607-1893. Pleasure drive. Pleasure Drive. We're doing fantastic. Yeah. We want to keep going. Reverend Barnett, we are doing absolutely fantastic. As you say, we've got the best callers and listeners mm -hmm. on the planet. And our place. I think, and see, my radio show is, is the best local talk show in America because of my audience. Right. I, right. Have, a, right. I have a fantastic audience. Fantastic, nice, very intelligent people, very nice people. All right, who we have next? 
All right. Uh, Brian is on uh, line three. Good morning, Brian. Yes, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Y'all there? Yes, we are. Hello. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, man. Hey, um, touch base on the guy that just called, man. He really touched base on something really important, you know, mental health and, you know, what a lot of people are going through. But um, really good show, man, really good show. Um, I want to thank you for taking my call also, okay? And um, yes, uh-huh. as, far as, as far as what's going on in Dallas and our um, sub, suburban areas, um, Dallas is pretty much sold out on property. And then now, you know, everybody's buying property outside of Dallas or everybody moving here, I think. Uh, when I looked it up, there was like 475,000 people. Yeah, 475,000 people have moved into our metroplex area in the last year. And there's more. Our, our borders are busting, as we all know. We hear on the TV every day, you know, with this title bill fixing to be lifted. You know, Governor, uh, they sent like um, 200 National Guard troops to the border and everything. And and that's not going to be enough, but, um, um, we're, you know, as far as being in Dallas, um, people are, you know, we're dealing with a lot of inflation too. I mean, there are these property real estate people that are coming here from California and everywhere they're buying up property, they're inflating prices, you know, like mm-hmm. I live in a one bedroom apartment, my rent's going up 200 bucks in the next couple of days, which I've never heard of. I'm from Dallas and I've never heard of rent going up 200 bucks on a one-bedroom apartment, but the average one-bedroom apartment in Dallas mm-hmm. is now running between 1500 to $2,000. And then the guy that runs yeah. electric, electricity, he was saying that we're possibly going to have uh, uh, power outages in the next month or so because of so many people have moved here. We're running out of water. And as far as the city of Dallas, um, they've been hacked twice now. The first one was last year where that contractor uh, did a glitch somewhere. They had some private contractors in there and it uh, deleted a whole bunch of criminal records and stuff. And now mm-hmm. they've got another one where they're held hostage for Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, something's wrong with that picture, too, but I just wanted to touch base mm-hmm. on you know, the real estate, the property, the Texas, how many people have moved here. And um, Texas is just busting at the scenes. It looks like we're going to be... A- worse than California and some of these other states and um, you know they're taking all our jobs um, you know Indeed even announced that they don't even have a lot of jobs to publish anymore because so many people have moved here well and you know yeah. let people know that this is what's happening here well, let me ask you something do you think uh Abbott, the governor of Texas, Hot by him sending all these buses and uh, uh, people coming from other countries, these immigrants, by him sending all of these to cities that have black males, what do you make of that? Um, they, I, I think I think that they've all made a, a big mistake, and. I think the whole house needs to be cleaned up, not just the cities, the city departments, but even in Washington, 
um, I think that, you know, that, you know, some of your calls in the last couple weeks, you know, have stated that you should only be allowed to run so many uh, years. And I think that it's more of a, um, you know, I, I scratch your back, you scratch my back type of deal. And um, we didn't, we didn't change. We didn't change. So as far as him sending people in busloads to uh, different cities, I think it's really wrong. Um, and like the lady was saying that, a couple of callers before me, she was saying that all the problems that are happening here, um, and I'm not a racist guy at all. I mean, I've had people say I am, because, you know, but I'm not. Um, but this guy that shot up the Honduran family down in Cleveland, Texas uh, this past week, he had been deported over three times. How did he get back into Texas? Three times. Four times. You know, something's wrong. Sir? Four times. Yeah, yeah four times. So, Somebody's not doing their job. If it's not Greg, if it's not Greg Abbott down in Austin, all the way, all the way, all the way to DC, our president, um, you know, something's got to, something's got to give, something's got to move, um, and I, I'm sure that's why your program is so great, is because we're all calling in, and um, we need something to happen, and if it means at the top, then that's what it means. Um, but the more and more that, like I said, when I called you about a month ago, the more we argue back and forth in our city here, we're not going to get nothing accomplished. We need to get along, go to the voting polls, vote, and get the right people in. And you got a good point. Um, you know, busting these people to different cities is not going to be the answer. Um, I don't want to say kick them out of the country, but, um, you know, Look what happened, you know, with this family that was from Honduras. I mean, uh, there's a lot of crimes that are being committed by these guys that are here that are from these, you know, other places. So um, I'll let other callers weigh in on that. Um, but I, I enjoy your show. I really do. You've got a lot of good topics and a lot of good people that call in, man. So yeah. I say thank you for that. my call. Yeah. And we have, have, a really... have a good day, man. We're glad you're back. All right, you do the same now, okay? Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. All right. I clear the line, 972-607-1893. All right. Uh, yeah, Reverend Barnett, uh, mm -hmm. uh, a young lady by the name of Crystal uh, wants us to talk about reminding people to get out and vote because this is election day. And uh, Oh, know, yes, we got to. We're doing it ever so often, but we got really to pressure people because the reason why some of the problems we're having, I mean, most of the problems we have is uh, people that we elect don't represent us. Right. Now, we right. do have uh, some good people that's, that's, that's fighting, but we got some up there, too, that's that's doing nothing but going along and looking out for themselves, looking out for their own pocketbooks and wallets. So uh, we got a couple of good ones up there. But still, people go to the polls, and this is how you exercise your freedom. Right. Please, please. And if you've got small children, take them to the poll with you. Let them see you vote. Right. Take them. you got small grandchildren or whatever. Take them to the poll with you. Just, just be patient with them. 
they might act up, yeah, they keep cost their kids. But make sure they see you vote. Yeah. Everybody. All right. Now mm-hmm. it's time for a short break and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. It's time. Here we go. It's, 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 well, it's time to make that change. And we're back. And it's time for our final segment on Church Information and Open Forum. Uh, it's Flesh Drive. Uh, the audience, as Reverend Barnett says, is the best in the world. And they're calling in, and we want you to keep calling in. And uh, we want you to know that the voice of the people is going to be standing unbought and unbossed, as a, a friend, a protege of mine, Hosea Williams, used to say. Uh, so uh, now we're going to go back to the callers. Reverend Barnett, are you ready? Yes, uh, but uh, i like to say to them, I'm thanking them for making their tax deductible pledge. I'm thanking them for calling in and giving their opinion because we have some people with some, uh, we got some deep thinkers out there. Mm-hmm. And we got people, some learned people that know what's going on. And uh, I, 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 I like to hear their voices for the simple fact when they really know what's what's really going on, they then can speak boldly. Mm-hmm. They come up and speak boldly over the over the phone lines. That's good. They don't call in. They don't have to call in nervous. We're not going to bite. But they can call in and speak their mind because they're the ones who keep us on there. Right. They're the ones. We got to fight for them. Right. Fight for those who are fighting for us. All right. We can go take a call now. Uh, yeah, we have a Jennifer on uh, line two. Go ahead, Jennifer. Who? Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer? Yes. Jennifer? All right. She's on. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, guys. Hi, can you hear me? This is Jennifer Castillo. Uh-huh. Good morning. Yes, hi. I, I am running for mayor of Fort Worth, and I was calling in. I wanted to thank you guys for advocating for Fort Worth politics, uh, I have to ask you to excuse my morning. I have the babies here with me, uh, my one and my two-year-old. So they are alive, like, the tears kicking, just woke up, ready for breakfast. But I wanted to come on and uh, just encourage everybody to go out and vote. So there has been such low voter turnout in this election, and it's so crucial that today we go out and make our voice heard. There was an incident last yeah. night uh, there was a mass uh, a, a threat of a mass shooting luckily Fort Worth PD ended up catching the person but this is just a wake-up call to let everybody know this is what's going on this is how bad the situation here is in Fort Worth and it's so crucial that we take immediate action we need to get those people out of office we need to put the right leadership in, in place and we need to make sure that we get our city on the right track well uh, you say you're running for mayor of Fort Worth right Yes. Uh, because here lately, in the last two or three, maybe four years, Fort Worth seemed to be coming more violent than Dallas. If that can be believed, be believed. But the, I, I, when I listen to the news and everything, what's happening in Fort Worth? What, why is it Fort Worth? I know it's growing, but why uh, what what is, why is the crime rate so high in Fort Worth? 
So along the lines, we had a very awesome police chief who was holding people accountable, who was making it known that anybody who who would go against any any laws would would do anything unlawfully would be get would be kicked out of the force. Well, anyways, this this police chief he is now being sued by the city of Fort Worth. There were falsifications against him. Um, he. Uh, Police Chief Fitzgerald, former Police Chief Fitzgerald. There's a lot of contention going on, so if you guys want to look him up, do your research. Everything is listed online, what has gone down in his case. But along the line, we just lost track and let everything slip, and it's time to get things back into place. Okay. All righty, then. I wish you good luck. Thank you very much. All right, thank you all very much. And remember to vote Castillo for mayor. Okay, sure thing. Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, Reverend Barnett. Yes, uh, I'm so glad you called from Fort Worth because we got a lot of good listeners over there. Uh Amazing. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, uh, Reverend Barnett, uh, Chief Fitzgerald was the first African American. Uh, police chief that Fort Worth uh, had, and uh, mm-hmm. he's he left under some unusual circumstances. So, yeah. well, you know that Neon uh, that's uh, uh, a subject within itself. Black chiefs, because uh, every chief. Uh, Dallas have had and have left here under duress. Right. Now, everything, our last chief, the lady came, <coughs> I thought was doing a pretty good job. But <coughs> everything happened is the man slapped his wife in their bedroom. <laughs> they blamed the chief for it. Now we yep. got shooting, we got killers and everything, but this chief don't get blamed for anything. Is skin color the problem there? All right. <laughs> yes, Rev. Barnett, it seems like there may be uh, a little bit of that going on there. Uh, we got a caller. Right, right. Uh, we got a computer telling me to take this call. Yes, uh, we have Mayor Pro Tem Caroline Arnold on uh, line two. Go ahead, go ahead, Mayor. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning. We're just encouraging. Thank you all for your, your being back, Pastor Barnett and Good Hill. Once again, thank you for letting us get out here on the air. Today is the day to vote, Pastor. And today the polls open at 7. They close at 7. And so I mm-hmm. know that we've had conversations this morning. I've been out working about the candidates. But what I need to put out here, we need to continue investing in those who invest in us. I'm a candidate. You all know that. We've got to push for clean, honest, transparent government. We're we're being exposed to a lot of gimmicks and lies. I will say anybody that wants to know what I'm doing, they can. Uh, they know me. as a name you know. It's a name you can trust. I'm on the air every Wednesday. I know that there's being statements made about the police and fire. I need you all to know the black police officers, the black uh, uh, firefighters, the Latino firefighters, the Democrats, uh, Stonewall Democrats, 
supporting us, apartment association are supporting us. We have widespread support. They're asking a question about the White Association, the DPD. That particular organization has tricks and gimmicks, and that's what they did in this race. We're not worried about that. We need folks to know you have black police officers, black firefighters, Latino police officers, and the Latino firefighters who are supporting Councilwoman Carolyn King Arnold. Anyone have a question today, they can call that association. So we've got to know the truth. I don't lie, and I don't make any alibis about what I did in the past. What we do know, Pastor, an audience, District 4 cannot repeat cannot go back to the dark clouds of corruption and lies. And that's what's going to happen in this case if folks don't believe in the one who has helped get them out of the darkness, Councilwoman Carolyn King-Arnold, who has served not only as District 4, but as Mayor Pro Tem. So I've had to carry that agenda the whole year. And so, Pastor, I'm just asking folks to rely on the truth and not fall for the gimmicks mm-hmm. and the lies that heard from the from from what folks are trying to say about what i didn't know and, and the white police association i am supported 100 percent by police and fire and there's no difference other than they're breaking up in terms of by race i can't deal with that i can't handle that i just know i can't handle it from the standpoint of why they are separate but i do know i have legitimate officers black police officers black firefighters Latino firefighters, Latino officers Mm -hmm. supporting us, and the rest of it is the pastors' association, the apartment association. I have it all. So we're just asking folks not to fall for the rope of dope. Don't get caught up in this Mm -hmm. age thing. They try to make that I know that I am Bible. I've got my faculties. I'm closing my right mind. And we've got to continue to fight for these seniors. We've got to continue to put in roads and sidewalks. And economic development, and if you break up now, you, I promise you, you're not getting it because every time we change forces in the middle of the stream, this before gets further behind. And whatever problems that that I had to inherit, they were there when I got there. So we had to inherit some problems, not only the, with the corruption and the dark clouds, we had to handle the neglect that had been left for me when I arrived. So, Pastor, we're just going to continue to pray yeah. and fight. I'm here in the battleground today. Councilwoman Carolyn King Arnold, Mayor Pro Tem, a name you know and a name you can trust. All this other stuff is about gimmicks and lies and half truth. And you need someone who can stand before the court and raise their right hand and swear I will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I'm representing District 4 in the city of Dallas to the best of my ability. And I need folks to stand up today and support me. All right. All I got to say to you is keep up the good work. All right. We're going to keep on keeping on. Thank you so much. All right, Reverend Barnett. We got another caller. Okay. Uh, yeah, Charles is on the line three. Go ahead, Charles. Hey, yes, Reverend Barnett. Hey, I appreciate the show this morning. Both, both you guys. Hey, I got, I got two things mm-hmm. to talk about. Uh, our Governor Greg Abbott, uh, he, he was brought up earlier. He's a, he's a known uh, white supremacist. I mean, who don't know that? And uh, we hadn't had anyone in Austin to stand up for him, stand up to him at all. Uh, second of all, the young, right. man called about the borders. the young man called about the borders a second ago. You want to go back to uh-huh. history on the borders? Go back to Reagan, Ronald Reagan and George Bush when they were in office for eight years. They opened the border up. They opened the border hmm. up. 
open the border up. They opened the border up for one reason, mm-hmm. to drive down the wages that the African-Americans were making. That's what they did. That's what you, they did. You own it. You go look at history, and that's what they did. They opened the borders up. They come up with NAFTA, and uh, that's what NAFTA mm-hmm. did for us. And so you, mm-hmm. can, you can't blame Biden. You can't blame Obama. You go back to George, um, uh, Ronald Reagan and George Bush, and that's history right there for right. brother. But read, read, go back and read history. I lived it. I know it. Hmm. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate you. Oh, it's very good. That was a very good call. He was on it and everything. His stats and everything he throwed out there was correct. Yeah, all the audience. That was a good call. Who we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have a long-time listener on uh, line one. All right. Good morning, long-time listener. Are you right. there? Long time listening. You there? Yes. Are you there? Uh, okay, I think we may take another call because we we can't hear a long time listener. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, did you have something to say, Rembrandt? No, I'm waiting for you to uh, bring another call out. Yeah. Well, Carol's taking pledges, and uh, she's just doing a fantastic okay. job. Are you, are you can you hear me now? Can yes, we can hear now? you now. Good. I have a phone issue, uh, and uh, the devil is busy. Uh, what I was saying is I didn't get to hear the initial um, time when the pastor first came on the phone. I do know that the last couple of weeks we've been, uh, you know, a little nervous because we don't really know what's happening with you. And what I want, what I'm calling for, is to tell all the listeners everywhere to be in prayer for this pastor. Because when you have a, when you have a, when you have a soldier that's uh, been called to do a certain particular job, you get attacked from all sides. And, and, and then people come to rely on you as being, you know, the guy, the go-to guy. Instead of every every one of us taking our own positions and doing what we need to do in our spheres, and so I want everybody mm-hmm. to be praying for this man. Okay, and you know when I called several weeks ago and I was saying that you're going to have to take a harder stance on 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 taking care of your health because we have things that we have to do also. I, I have the same problem. I don't I don't take care of my health as as good as I should, but I'm going to start because I, you know, we, we can't lose you. We need this station. We need you in particular because you are a person that just, you know, keeps it flowing. And I don't want oh, to stay thank too long. You. I, know you thank to, you. I know we have to go now. So thank you, sir. God keep you and thank God you. bless you. And you have a nice God day. bless you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank, thank you. you, sir. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. All righty. Active line 972-607-1893. All righty, we have, we're just about out of time, too. Uh, yes, we are. And uh, we just want to thank Carol again uh, for the fantastic she's job that she's done. Uh, when people call and Carol picks up the phone, they yeah. want to dump, they want to give, they want to pledge because ple- Carol's got that thing going on. <laughs> and she's got us, our we numbers May I approach him, Carol and Arnold? I'm talking about Miss Carol is counting the money. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> in the studio with us. The male pro tem is out there doing it, but we got a Carol in here that's doing it. All righty, well, see, uh, she, she when she come in on pledge day, she put that phone up there and it stays up there. And, and it's smoking hot. It's it's can't nobody handle it but her. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, I usually sign off a minute or two early to give the other show a chance to get in and get on and. I uh, move with it. So uh, to all you that are holding on the phones, call us. Call us next week, and we are uh, and make your make your voice heard, and uh, we can uh, we accommodate you. Just call in and call in early, please. And uh, we love you, and we got to get out of here. We got to run. So we got to say to you, bye bye. And you can wish him bye-bye, Leon. <laughs> I'm not going to do I'm not gonna do like Bonnie does, but I will say that it's election day. So we need to go out and we need to go to the polls and make our voices mm-hmm. known because uh, the, those that vote are the ones who are going to control what happens in your life. So uh, this will be church information and open forum, and we'll... Talk to you again next Saturday, same time, same station.